Welcome to episode 37. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone has had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about all the happenings at Walt Disney World this week and more, as well as a a recent uh, trip that we just came back from Walt Disney World on a couple weeks ago. Yes, very exciting. So, are uh, you ready to jump into it, Mindy? Let's go. All right, let's let's get right into it then. Okay. Uh, we have one story because we're going to be doing the trip report, but I thought this was kind of a kind of a unique story I came across uh, for this week's story, and it was 12 Things for Adults to Do at Walt Disney World Resort by Jacqueline Logan. And the reason why I thought it was interesting is there are times sometimes where um, uh, people... Adults, you know, when they go with their kids, sometimes the grandparents come along or sometimes the kids might be a little bit older and want to break away for a little bit. And uh, it's it's kind of a thing that up until recently, uh, Mindy and I didn't know really what to do either until we actually got a chance to do a, um, a couple's trip. So I thought it was appropriate for, uh, you know, also because I think sometimes that uh, a lot of people have the misconception that... Uh, um, there's nothing to do for adults at Disney World, and that is just not the case. Definitely not the case. Actually, one thing that um, our oldest said to me when we went this last time, because it was my birthday and I wanted to walk around Epcot, and he said, now I understand why you and Dad like to do uh, sometimes do these trips without us. He's like, this is kind of boring, because we went to a bunch of the booths at the food and, or not the food and wine, but the <clears throat> Festival of the Holidays, and... While we really enjoyed that, the kids were kind of bored just stopping along at all these booths and trying food. It wasn't as exciting for them. So, which we we broke it up by doing rides and stuff in between, you know. But he's like, he kind of understood then. And I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, he he won't get so grumpy. Yeah, and I think that that's a good point because, you know, know, a lot of times kids are not going to want to stop while you're going country to country trying different uh food from around the, you know all the different you know uh, booths at like a festival right. they're just not going to want to wait in line to do that so we you know do you know a booth and then we try to go on a ride yeah or you know kind of a mix and a match because uh it's you know there's something there for everybody yeah definitely. Um, but it's definitely not something to where I think <laughs> I think they don't yeah. mind it like we cuz we did it two different evenings. So I think the first evening they kind of were okay with it, but when we wanted to do it again on the second evening cuz there were some things we missed, um they were kind of like, "What? No. Let's And let's and, and else. Epcot doesn't have near the rides obviously that, you know, like a Magic Kingdom would have. Right. So it's I mean, it's still for kids. There's plenty to do there for kids. For Epcot, at Epcot, but, but it's definitely if if your kids are into rides, it's not uh, it's not going to be the most dynamic of the three or right. the four for parts. for rides. Yeah. So all right, anyway. number one, uh, it the article starts off here from celebrating one of life's many milestones with friends to spontaneously spending a romantic weekend away with their partner. There are so many reasons to visit Walt Disney World Resort for an adults-only vacation at hashtag happy place. And there is no better time to visit than during the world's most magical celebration, which honors the resort's 50th anniversary. It's a chance to embrace your nostalgic side and experience Disney as an adult. Here's a list of must-do things now that you're a grown-up, and it's a list of 12. So the first is celebrate the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. And it says that to uh, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, which did begin on October 1st. And it's and it's throughout the resorts as well as all four theme parks. So it's kind of a straightforward one, but literally you can't go anywhere without seeing something that's tied to the 50th. Right. A, a lot of the menus right now have some of what's Walt's favorites Yeah. on them. They have a ton of merch. Bunch of merchandise. And there's different photo ops. The castle's decorated with, you know, fancy. And um, they have all those golden statues around, too. Right. So that's pretty cool. And I'm pretty sure that Which this is going to... our kids enjoyed that, too. Yeah, that the 50th is going to run through the end of 2022. I don't think they're going to stop it on October 1st. 2022. I think it's it's an 18 month celebration. It's an 18 month celebration, so and they didn't start it to October of 
2021. So this is going to go until what then? About March or April. Yeah. Or past that for uh, in 2023. So plenty of time if you're um, thinking about planning a trip here in 2022 or at least the first part of 2023. And this is kind of a cool one. Number two, if you've been uh, blessed to be able to have gone to Disney World before, recreate a childhood photo. I know this is kind of the, a huge fad that I see a lot of times on Facebook, but mm-hmm. uh, they're showing an example of a, um, I think it would be probably a brother and sister, I would imagine, yeah. um, that took a picture in front of uh, um, one of the, uh, it looks like, Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain in Frontierland. And it's really funny to see, like, you know, they're throwing their hands up. And it's identical, except they're both really, really, not only are they adults, but they're really tall. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> so it's it's really kind of cool. I like it when uh, people do that. that that's kind of cool. Number three is Embrace Some Holiday Magic, which you will be able to do again next year. Um, next year or next year in 2022 because uh, they really start kicking it off around the beginning of November. Yeah, they do. And uh, we'll kind of dive into this a little bit more in our trip report, but um, going to Walt Disney World during the holidays is a very special time. There's sure. a lot of stuff. It's uh, it's really amazing. So um, we'll jump into that. So I'll kind of just leave it at that because we're going to talk a little bit more about all the fun things you can do around the holidays for everybody. And the next one is have fun at an Epcot festival. Which is definitely adult-oriented. And we've been to the majority of the festivals Yeah, now. we have. Now, our kids did enjoy the one. Um, well, they had that building open, and they didn't have that building open for the holidays. But they had that building open for the one in the summertime. Right. The the, the, the World Showcase pl- and the Plaza. And they had it open yeah. for the food and wine last November. So they went in there, and even Owen made, like, a little video of tasting something. And for, so, yeah, yeah, for, you uh, know, there's, there's for like, food so wine. many yeah. booths. And even without, even if it's not a festival, there's, like, so many different food options at all the countries. So it's pretty, it's pretty fun to go to Epcot. I feel like if you're going... With adults, you need to definitely make your way to Epcot. And at each one of these booths, you can try a different kind of uh, food. And each of the booths also have a special adult beverage, if that's uh, something of interest to you. So if you're with just adults, um, we see a lot of times to where um, they're pairing the food with whatever the drink is from from that booth as well. Yep. And they have ones that are non-alcoholic as well. So Absolutely. No matter they, what your taste is. That's a great point. Got yeah. Plenty of they options. got the mocktails too. For um, sure. So that's we that's a good point. We even learned that we liked that hot wine from Germany, and we made it over Christmas. So that was kind of fun. The Bavarian booth. That was awesome. We had a lot of fun with that for sure. Um, that was a lot of fun there in, in Bavaria, and uh, also I think we also I apologize about the dog barking. Um, about that but uh yeah it's it gets it gets real exciting around here um sorry about that now the dog is barking loudly um apologies to say the least we're doing uh we're doing the best that we can um it's uh (laughs) it's funny actually uh our middle son right now is at basketball practice while we're doing this because a lot of times where we uh, actually record the podcast, he loves to play his PlayStation 5. So apologies there um, with with the extra noise that's around. But um, that is number four. Number five, experience your favorite attractions throughout um, all the four uh, you know Disney theme parks. And the cool thing is, especially Magic Kingdom, there's so many amazing rides that are just unique to Walt Disney World. Number six, see the parks from a new perspective with Run Disney. This is something we've actually talked about um, doing in the future, especially the 5K. These ramp up the different um, Run Disney weekends throughout the year. They have uh, um, the Princess Half Marathon. They got the full-blown Dopey Challenge, which is like 5K, 10K, um, half half marathon, full marathon, and people do it all within that weekend over like three or four days that uh, Run Disney events are going on. But uh, 
I talked about um, now that Owen's in cross country, uh, we thought it'd be fun to do a 5K as a family at some point. So this is something we haven't done yet, but it is something that I'd be interested in checking out because I think uh, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and that'd be really cool to do that with a group of friends, especially, like I said, if it was just a 5K, it wouldn't be, you know, You don't that have to long. really be a runner. You can, right. you can like train a little bit, but you can walk. I mean, I'm, I bet you people walk. And the cool thing about the, the, um, the races is they have like unique characters that are out on the course, yeah. which is really cool. So if you're one of those uh, people that really enjoys the, the characters or the characters, um, dressing up in unique outfits it's a great experience and runners actually pull off the course all the time and take photos with with uh, with their favorite disney friends as they're running around and i know the 5k this year that they just had um, on the most recent race weekend it was a villains themed race which was really cool and the the 5k was i think uh, um, evil queen from uh, snow white which was really neat and uh, they had different uh, characters around epcot during, yeah, that during was the race so i thought that was really cool and they also um rope off sometimes with what they did this year too at epcot to where it was really reduced crowds and if you participated in the races you got to go to epcot after hours which i think is awesome so yeah. something to think about as well uh number seven indulge in delicious treats and i can honestly say that you do not go without if you like snacks because everywhere <laughs> There's snacks everywhere, whether it would be yes. uh, the iconic Dole Whip, uh, Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar. There's just all sorts of really good, even now uh, the the cheeseburger roll cart that they have oh, yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Those so we should do that in the future, Mindy. We should uh, kind of have an episode where we, we dive a little bit more into the snacks. Definitely. Uh, number eight, meet up with friends at Disney Springs. Disney Springs has grown on me so much. Um <laughs> It used to be year, uh, several years back. It was down, down, downtown Disney, but now it's Disney Springs. And the kids, our children, love going to Disney Springs as well. And, mm -hmm. I, and I know I've said this on some previous episodes. In my opinion, it probably has the best restaurants on property. Definitely they have some really good restaurants. And we've done City Works, which the kids... Yeah. It's funny because I really wanted to go to City Works and... And then one of the kids was kind of like iffy about it. And then after we went, they were like, oh my gosh, that was so good. Now I know why you really wanted to go there, mom. So, and then we tried out, um, I can't think of it. Well, we've done homecoming. We, we, yeah, we did. We've done homecoming, which was really good. We've done Raglan Road, oh, which yeah. was, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we've done, goodness, I know I'm forgetting a couple we we've done we've done a lot the main of ones that we've we tried. we do a, we, so we've been we've back to City Works a couple of times because yeah. that's we've really enjoyed that and we always go to Jack Lindsay's um, hangar bar and that's that's a lot yeah. of fun too so there's there's just all it's sorts themed. of really neat uh, things that you can do um, especially as adults at Disney Springs and one of the things that we haven't done yet that they have on the list of places to check out is the Edison. And I and I do want to try that out at some point too, eat at eat at the Edison and or Boathouse. I mean, there's just so many restaurants down there you can't really go wrong. Number nine, stay in the Magic at a Disney Resort hotel. Of course, there is definitely something about staying at um, a Disney Resort. This last trip we stayed at the Boardwalk, and they're actually the photo we're looking at is of the Boardwalk, and that area is just beautiful. It's really fun. Um, the boardwalk, and it's right next to Epcot within walking distance. That's what they're kind of saying, that you can literally stay at uh, Beach Club, Yacht Club, or or the boardwalk, even Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. And, and oh, just walk yeah. walk to Epcot. So Yeah, that looks bad. They're looks all like right over one. there. Spend a day park hopping. We love to park hop. We rarely stay in one park the whole day. We actually do like to hop around. It yeah. also opens up a lot of uh, options for sit-down restaurants. Yes, it does. Dining, um, being able to bounce around like that. So I'm glad that they brought back the park hopping this year and went yeah. away temporarily. But it's been back for a while now. And it's really cool. One of the suggestions I actually have is being able to see all the different nighttime shows. Oh, yeah. And we'll get into it in our trip report, but Harmonious is phenomenal. Oh, it's just a phenomenal show. 
Say Goodnight with Enchanting Spectaculars, and that's funny. They're talking more about Harmonious for mm-hmm. number 11, as well as uh, the new Disney Enchantment at Magic Kingdom. And I have um, heard that they're bringing back Fantasmic yes. in 2022. So that'll be a nighttime show for Hollywood Studios. And Animal Kingdom's kind of up in the air right now. I have not heard of anything coming in for a nighttime show there, um, which is kind of unfortunate. But they seem to close that park pretty early anyway. Right. And the last one is all of the Star Wars stuff you can get into at Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And I can say as adults, um, Oga's Cantina is a blast. Oh, yeah. We've done that a couple of times. And we've actually done that with another... uh, couple and we've done it with our kids and it was fun with kids yep. it was fun with just adults yes. so both times that experience uh highly recommend ogas even if you're not a huge star wars fan it's a very unique experience um something unique to disney world right the funniest thing about this list is, is like pretty much a lot of these things we kind of like to do with our family like with all it of is. our kids it so is. Yeah. It's, it's like not just this list isn't really just for adults it's it's definitely things that the you can do with your children as well. Because if, maybe not young, little, tiny, you know, little ones, but like at the case, the ages our kids are at, they don't mind every once in a while taking a break and sitting down. Um, like when we take a break at the resorts and stuff. So absolutely, and, and park hopping. And I know we've talked numerous times about it before, but some really good meals can actually be had at the resorts and mm-hmm. all the different type of sure. lounges that they have. They got some yeah. really good lounge food definitely at disney property and you can often order so. off of the the restaurant menus absolutely good list Derek. i like it so that's kind of a just a rough idea and if any of the listeners ever wanted anything more specific for um a couples only trip or if they wanted to sprinkle in some elements and they're going with their family that's what we're here for We'd be more than glad to make suggestions and try to lead you on the path that uh, after you talk to us of what what you th- what would maybe be the most appropriate for what you're trying to accomplish. We, we, we'd be more than glad to do that um, because spreading the magic is what we love to do. That's why we do this podcast. And if we can be of help to anyone, we would be more than glad to glean our knowledge for anyone that wants to hear it. <laughs> Happy to share. Absolutely. All right, trip report. Trip report. We'll, we'll so kick this off. Um, that was a. We're about eighteen minutes in, so we'll jump into the trip report. And uh, we flew out of the Columbus Airport, um, as we mentioned before. We're we're from Ohio, and that went really good. We uh, flew Southwest, and it's about a two hour two hour flight, and it was it was a really good flight. We got to the Orlando Airport. And as of this recording, tomorrow's the last day of uh, the Disney Magical Express. So Mirrors does have their own version of that now, which is taking its place. But we went, we actually decided for the first time to take a lift instead of using the Magical Express to get to the boardwalk. And that was the best thing that we could have done. Was it 40 bucks? Is that right? Yes. Not including the tip, because I think we gave him a pretty good tip, because he was a very good driver. But it was, uh, we literally got picked up after we got our luggage. We were lucky. He just happened to be coming back to the airport. We waited less than five minutes. He was out there. He picked us up, and we were at the boardwalk, what, maybe 15, 20 minutes? It It didn't take long It was crazy. I couldn't believe how fast And before on Magical Express, they would have to go to all the different resorts, dropping people off. So... To me, I would do that. As Part of me taking some of is a little bit sad that the Magical Express is gone because of the memories of this is how your trip starts. Yeah. And they used to make a big deal about it with fanfare on right. there. Um, but uh, well, they, and they used to get your bags for you too. Yes, so that was huge. They go straight to, go to the resort. And get your luggage. You could just go straight. To the Which Magical would make Express. up for some of the time that you would waste on the bus right. because you're not waiting for your luggage. That's a great point. Yeah. But that went away because of COVID, unfortunately. And now that you have to get your own luggage anyway, that perk was, and unfortunately, it was an insane line. And we all know that Disney World is not going to be giving us our money back for, we were always paying for Magical Express. If anyone thinks you weren't paying for it and it was free, it was just included in your overall package. Right. No idea how much they were upcharging for it, but I guarantee you they're not going to reduce anything. Prices will stay the same. (laughs) 
Yeah, we're not going to. you're not paying for magic bullets. So, but I say that because it will be an additional charge regardless now. Right. But uh, we had a great experience with Lyft. We've used Lyft over around Disney property numerous times. Yeah. Um, this is the first time we've used it from the airport, but we've used it to bounce around the Disney World Resort numerous times. Um, hopefully, they bring back their own personalized service minivans. They're more expensive, but they're Disney cast members. So if you want to stay in the bubble, you definitely can with that option. So hopefully that comes back. But uh, One thing, too, about the lift, Derek, is that our driver told us he would take us anywhere we wanted to go yeah. if we like needed Speedway to go to a grocery for water store. Or, yeah. and, and, you know, we didn't take him up on that. And maybe we should have because, you know, you're spending money on waters and... Stuff like that. It's nice to have bottled water in the room. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we could have saved a little bit of money if we would have, even if it would have just been to like, there's that speedway right there. There's, yeah. Still, it, yeah, more than Walmart, but. And there's I mean, a, the speedway is actually right by Boardwalk. I don't too. know yeah, what, right I don't know what street. grocery stores are like literally right there, but um, I think if we do that again, <laughs> our kid device is going off, um, I would probably consider letting them stop something because it'll only be like five minutes you run in grab a couple of things and and this and and you know or fill out the driver what's your comfort level with yeah that. yeah they're supposed to be able to do whatever you want but we felt very comfortable with this lift driver and i would have had no problem no problem at all having one of us one of the two adults run in and and grab grab a couple items and feel safe with it so yeah. um but uh Got to the boardwalk. We legitimately checked in, and we were went down to the bus stop because we had lunch at City Works at Disney Springs. This was a little bit around noon, and this never happens. We were walking onto the bus for Disney Springs, and I got a text alert that a room was ready. <laughs> that never happens. No, it's usually never, much never, later. never, never. So, but I'm. We were like, well, we're gonna. We're already. We're going to the yeah. Springs, so we'll check out the room when we get back. Disney Springs was awesome. We did the, the Christmas uh, tree uh, scavenger hunt. The kids found every one of the Christmas trees. Yep, we saw and them And put all. the stickers on that. It was a haul. A lot of walking going all around uh, Disney Springs. It's a little bit bigger than you'd think it is. But we had an absolute blast. City Works was on point. Did a little bit of shopping as well. I think you got the Gideon's cookie. Oh, I got my Gideon's, yes. If you go to Disney Springs, Gideon's, if you like cookies, I do. They have like a virtual line, so the first thing we did before we even went to City Works is I went and got my virtual queue time for Gideon's. Yeah. And then it was going to be like 197 minutes or something. It was, and, and it wasn't that long. No, which it is wasn't. Great. It wasn't that long. But by the time we ate and went around and looked for all the Christmas trees, um, you know, it was time to go in. It's a very themed, like shop with yeah. cookies and cake. Basically, they have cold brew coffee, too. Um, it has a very... I don't know how else to say this, and I mean this in a nice way. It's gothic, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it's like... Theming. It's almost like magical type. Yeah. It's got, it's, like, fires and it's yeah, dark. Yeah, it's so cool. Almost looks like spell And books. they've got kind of like this really kind of eerie but upbeat music playing, if it, that makes any neat. sense. It, it's not scary for kids. No. At it's, all. No. It, it's just... And it's then they had cool. a card that they'd give you, uh, naughty or nice, depending on what kind of Christmas cookie you were going to get. And we tried the nice cookie and the naughty. We got them both. And, both oh good. my, they both were good, but that was a peppermint or something? One or? of them was peppermint, like a chocolate peppermint. The other was a white chocolate mocha. That was my favorite. That was your favorite, favorite, right? I think that was, I think the white chocolate mocha might have been... Uh, you liked it. I think that was the nice, and the naughty was... Um, the darker of the two. Probably. Um, and then Annabelle's favorite is the cookies and cream, which they yes. have that all the time. So it's like a chocolate chip cookie, but it has cookies and cream. So And we, then um, Owen's favorite is just the good old chocolate chip. And we didn't get it, but I have heard their cake is delicious too, if you like cake. So oh. they're known for their cookies. And like uh, Mindy said, they have cold brew. But a lot of people rant and rave about how good their uh, cake is as well. And I, I got to say, these cookies are huge. And when I say a cake, it's not the whole cake, but the slice of cake is like half a cake or oh, something. It's, it's ridiculous. enormous. All the portions are... Uh, um, it took us how many days to eat those cookies? Oh, it took us like four days. We brought them home. And, yeah. we, and you bought maybe six? Maybe? 
Oh, I would buy. I would buy like eight the next time. But we got and like six, and they lasted the three day trip plus, plus a couple th- days, three days at home. And it was something to look forward to. I can't to. eat more than half a cookie at a time. A fourth, I feel like. A fourth, even. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I'm going crazy, I, but I couldn't I eat a whole it, one. I guess that's kind of something you could do on a trip if you, you know, or it doesn't have to be Gideon's, but anything. Take last time I brought trips home trips i brought treats home for the kids just as just to be nice and it was kind of like well you're sad to come back from disney but then it was like oh at least i got my my treat i got my cookie i can eat tomorrow so i mean yeah something to think about so that was that was excellent and i think we were at disney springs three to four hours longer than we thought we were going to be and we also uh, stopped in at jock Lindsay's um for for um a quick drink while we were kind of bouncing around in between the uh, Christmas tree hunt. And then we went we back really like to place. the boardwalk. And we were able to go to our room. And we've been to Disney so many times and we made a rookie mistake. I should have pulled out a map. Because it wasn't until the second day that we found out that we were walking further than we needed to to get to our room. So I would highly suggest, if you're not familiar with the maps... To just ask a cast member when you check in the quickest way to get to your room because especially at the deluxes there's a chance that you might be able to like cut through one of the buildings and then get to your room faster we learned that uh, it was we, there was a really sweet lady that was working um, doing some housekeeping the, uh, the morning um, when we woke up on the second day and she's like well, where'd you guys I just saw you guys walk through the other uh, um, because our room was like right inside one of the um, doors. And she's like, well, are you just trying to get to the lobby? And we said, yeah. And she's like, well, this is your quickest way. Because it was quite a long walk before we found the shortcut. Yeah, it took us a while. And I feel like that's happened so many times on our trips is we've... It, it takes a day it to get your bearings. It really does. a couple days to figure out your way around the resorts because they're so big. But it's okay. So we, we were able to figure that out. And then we went back to the room relaxed for just a little bit about an hour or so did a little unpacking and then we uh the first night we had the disney very merry after hours scheduled where we could check in to the party at seven o'clock but uh we took um the magic kingdom bus from the boardwalk over to magic kingdom and we looked at the line to and it was huge the line for people getting ready to check in because you can't get in till seven and this was at like six o'clock we were there and the line people were just already wrapped around huge lines waiting to just get checked in with their bands so we hopped on the monorail and went over to the polynesian and hung out there until right before seven o'clock before we came back because i i looked at mindy i'm like we're not doing this no. and we told the kids there's i'm not going to wait in a line for nothing when we could be like literally really looking went- at christmas trees at the resorts so we went and took a look at the christmas tree at the polynesian it was gorgeous as always and then we went to uh, tambu lounge and we had a little bit of a snack because uh we had some pot stickers yeah and i think i tried the chicken wings too oliver did not like the chicken wings did you um they were okay but they weren't the best chicken wings i've ever had they were hot wings and i think i should have just gone for the barbecue wings because they just weren't they just actually, you know, they just really weren't that good. The atmosphere was great, but the um, the appetizers were kind of a letdown. They were. And they're from Ohana. I was shocked because I love Ohana. Because it's the wings and... The uh, noodles. We got the noodles, the wings, got, and the pot stickers. Yeah, and it was just... And we all uh, kind of shared them, but the kids did not like them. Uh, but next to that, it was a wonderful experience there. We always yeah. loved going there. Very nice. So then we went to the... Uh, Disney Very Merry After Hours, and we watched Enchantment. We were able to see all of the lights on Main Street. They were so crowded, we were kind of pushed off to the side, so we did not get a good look at the projections on the castle, but we were able to see the fireworks. It was a nice show. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it, I think the show would have been 100 times better if we would have had a better spot to see it, in my opinion. But we also chose Uh, to spend our time But we chose to spend that time. Because the kids, okay. I know our, our kids, they're not going to want to wait 
an hour and a half for a fireworks show. Mm -hmm. That's just not going to work. No. Not work for our family, at least. No. So, And they still enjoyed the, yeah. the little bit of fireworks okay. they saw. After that, they were trying to get everyone that were the day guests. <coughs> Excuse me. The day guests out of the park. And that was a good 15 minutes until we could actually get over to Tomorrowland. And then that is where we started our Disney Very Merry After Hours. And that was an absolute blast. Very low crowds. If you wanted to do rides, you could just do nothing but rides with very low wait times. We did how many um, rides? Three? We did three rides and we weren't even there to do rides. But they were some of them were just pretty much walk-ons. We did the... Uh, Space Mountain was a walk-on. We did Space Mountain. We did Seven Doors Mine Train. And we did the Pirate Ride. Yeah. And we all... did Peter Pan or no? Uh, we skipped that one. We did that. I don't know why we I did that we did, but you're in right. our trip. We did. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was what we did was good, and oh, I wanted to do the Jingle Cruise, the Jungle Cruise Christmas thing. Right. We didn't get to do that. So unfortunately, the dog's barking again. I apologize. And so we we did those three rides, but the cool thing about the actual party itself was the treats are included in it. So they had every land you were able to get some hot chocolate if you wanted to and some cookies. And the cookies were uh, sponsored um, this year. Um, they, they were, um, it just kind of slipped my mind. Mindy, it was Cindy's cookies, right? Cheryl's. Cheryl's, thank you. They, uh, Disney World partnered with Cheryl's Cookies, so the cookies were good. They had the hot chocolate, and it was all the popcorn, soft drinks, water, Mickey bars, ice cream sandwiches that you could eat. So that was a lot of fun. The kids loved that. Mm -hmm. Being able to grab the snacks as we went along. Uh, the, the Christmas parade was amazing. That was amazing to see a parade again. We had never seen the, uh, the Christmas parade before in person. That was awesome. And Minnie's fireworks display oh was one of the best fireworks shows I have ever seen in my life. Uh, we were able to get right up on the castle, and it was, it was phenomenal. Great Christmas music. The fireworks, they had so much of the, like, the red, the, you know, the Christmas colors, red and green fireworks. But and, also mixed in with, like, Christmas songs. Yes, Christmas so songs. So it's like, and, you get Christmas, you get Disney, you get fireworks, and you get that fake snow coming down. It was just like... Snope. Snope. It was like every element. I just loved it. So that was that was a blast. I think that was the very last and thing we did. our kids were getting very tired. It was travel day, but it was the only day we could go. We could have stayed at that party for an extra two hours. Or hour and a half, maybe it yeah. was. So, and mm -hmm. I do got to say, the bus situation was Horrible. not good. Um, speaking of lifts again, I think that in hindsight, I might have been... But you just don't want to keep on throwing money away. But we waited probably 40 minutes for the bus to get us, yeah. to just take us back to the resort. And we saw some uh, unmagical stuff, unfortunately, where people were cutting in line because they did not want to miss the bus. And I think everyone still was able to get on that bus. But it was... Uh, um, it just... It just It's like hindsight, you know. We could have spent that hour doing things at the party. Right now, with everything going on in the world, it's a little bit shocking, but they are cramming everyone in, every inch, yeah. on the buses, and it's nothing to have uh, an armpit in your nose. When I say that, I mean literally that's how close people are to you. Yeah, you're sitting, you're standing, you're right there. The, holding on to the bars and we, uh, the ropes. I'm pretty sure we probably stood, but that was it, it is a uh, legitimate legitimate thing again on the on the buses so um one of the reasons too we went to epcot a lot was because we didn't have to worry about buses and you could walk to epcot and it's it is what it is yeah. it's the nature of the beast but uh normally the worst time to go on a bus is at park closing um it wasn't too bad in the mornings the only time we had a real bad experience was when it was like the, around park closing when people yeah. were because anyone that had little kids left the very merry after hours soon as the fireworks were over and we did that too and that's what we did yeah. and in hindsight i think if we would have just stuck it out for another hour yeah. we would have caught a bus with a lot less people in it right so but oliver was so tired 
He was done. He was. Oh my gosh. Like literally trying to sleep. He was watching like laying fireworks. on the ground, like watching the so fireworks. So we're like, he this isn't. So tired. This isn't gonna work. Like, okay, we gotta go. So that was day one. It was. A, it was a great day. Um, we had a wonderful time on, on day one, and uh, it was a great start to our three day trip. So then on the second day, um, we actually woke up and at the boardwalk, they have uh, all sorts of uh, different mobile ordering options that you can do for breakfast. So right now you can actually order breakfast from Trattorio Al Forno, which is typically the uh, Rapunzel and uh, Flynn Rider. They actually have a Bon Voyage breakfast is what they call it, character breakfast, which isn't going on quite yet. And it also has Prince Eric and uh, um, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. So those are the four characters you meet at this Bon Voyage breakfast. But they actually have the um, kitchen open so you can mobile order. And Mindy and I got a breakfast pizza that was phenomenal from Trattorio Al Forno. And the kids just got the typical eggs, bacon, and Mickey waffles. So we had a really good breakfast to start out the day. Because we were tired from the night before. And that breakfast really added a little extra fuel. So we knew we weren't going to quite get to Hollywood Studios at park opening. That we were going to be a little bit late. But uh, getting to Hollywood Studios from uh, Boardwalk was no issue at all. We got on a bus real quick. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. We walked. There is no, you have to either take a boat or you have to, there's a walking path. And we walked, um, which is about a half mile path, I think it is, around there. So we walked to Hollywood Studios and it was a great walk in the morning to uh, walk over to Hollywood Studios. So the cool thing about the boardwalk is you can walk to hollywood studios and you can also walk to epcot the walk to hollywood is substantially longer but it's still not a bad walk at all and i think the kids really enjoyed being able to walk to hollywood studios as well especially after messing around with the buses the night before they were oh, yeah. they were more than happy to walk so we got into hollywood studios and we were able to start off the day we were able to do a lot of rides. We did uh, Toy Story Mania, which is always a family favorite. We were able to do Slinky Dog Dash. We did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We also stopped in at uh, um, uh, our favorite place to, to, to grab uh, a drink at Hollywood Studios Baseline Tap House. And then we had lunch at Hollywood and Vine, and it was uh, Christmas themed. So it was really cool because it was like Minnie's christmas dining and they had minnie and mickey all dressed up in their christmas santa goofy which was yeah, a great great photo that. they also had uh um, pluto and the food was good because it's still prefixed so it's a lot better than the buffet yeah. so that's why we agreed we actually had hollywood brown derby we swapped it out because we weren't sure how the kids would like hollywood brown derby and we know they like hollywood and vine and, and with the characters having the Christmas outfits on, I think that was, that was kind of what sold it. It is expensive. We were, it's yeah, a very it's, expensive character uh, meal. I think it's it might actually be the most expensive one, come to think of it, because when we did uh, Topolino's on our last trip, it Hollywood and Vine was still more expensive than even Topolino's was. Wow. So it's, uh, unfortunately, I think it's the most expensive one that you can get right now. But it was fun, and it was cool to see all the different christmas outfits we got a lot of neat pictures so for sure we had a lot of fun at hollywood studios special. but we just did it kind of going back to the park hopping earlier it was what we did for uh, the morning and early afternoon then we went back and we got a chance to uh swim at the boardwalk so the kids loved it we went down to the pool for a couple hours um mindy and i kind of just watched the kids swim and uh, we're kind of hanging out around the pool area Kids had a blast from there. Uh, we got all cleaned up, and then we went into Epcot. And we actually got a chance to try out Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. That was really And that was that was cool. That was a really nice uh, nice little ride. I enjoyed it. It was we, very fun. With not being able to, we had to actually pay extra for it because we did not have our park ticket that day started at Hollywood. So we were not able to get one of the virtual queues for Remy's or Ratatouille, but we were able to uh, purchase it in the Lightning Plus lane. And I think we did it like 6.30 at night. So it was really cool that morning. I was able to get it. 
<clears throat> you got on there at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. and did it and had if no problem getting it. And, you know, we'll save that maybe for another show. But we, the, the, whole, the whole Lightning Lane system, we've seen a lot of videos on YouTube. There's, I would encourage people to spend a little bit of time watching those because there's ways you can make it work a little bit better for you. And we did not know about and we didn't and we did not utilize that as well as we should have we found that out after the fact and i would just encourage everybody uh we 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 bought it only one day out of the two days that we were at the parks because you didn't need it for the very merry after hours and the day that we didn't have it it was okay yeah it Um, went fine we only waited like we just chose we chose i felt like we just chose rides that well magic kingdom has more rides to begin with. magic kingdom has more rides to begin with and we and we did and we got there at park opening and if you do that with magic kingdom you can knock out a lot of rides and they're letting resort guests into the parks now it's an hour before it was only 30 for us but now it's up to a full hour and we got two or three rides done in 30 minutes yeah we did so it's kind of like plus you have to think about this one of the rides we really wanted to do, we did at the after hours. Mm-hmm. Two of the rides, really. Three. Because I don't think we did Space Mountain again. We did not. We didn't. So, like, Space Mountain, the pirate ride, and the mine train are three rides that we ended up doing during after hours. So we're like, okay, we're not going to do those. So we did Peter Pan because that's, we, right. that's we, how they we rope dropped they, that one. they only let you do Frontierland or not Frontierland Frontierland was still closed Tomorrow you had to do Fantasyland Fantasyland yeah so we went into Fantasyland and knocked out uh, Peter Pan which was a lot of fun and then since we we did some we, of the we kind of like it we did uh, we did a Little Mermaid ride yeah. that which was a lot of fun and then from there when they opened up shortly after that it was about nine o'clock then they opened up Frontierland right. we were big able Thunder to like walk Splash, on to Big right? Thunder and Splash Mountain. Yeah. And then swing back and then do Haunted Mansion. So, literally, it's like, it was so quick. It was like, bang, 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 bang. But I'm like, there would have been no point to pay for that system because we did the rides we wanted to do in the first couple hours of the park being open. Now, if you were going to be there all day, ride, 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 ride. Then you might want to Then it'd probably be worth it. it. I think it's worth it at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Epcot, I don't think so. Yeah, Hollywood Studios would be worth it. And Animal but you Kingdom. you have to know how to work the system. I don't but, even yeah. know if it's worth it at Animal Kingdom. I don't even know either there, but uh, definitely not at Epcot, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah. You would just have to know how to work it. You have to mess around with it, and it is... it is. Um, I think if you understand what you're doing, you're Now I'm be familiar with it after this trip, but I wasn't the first time I used it. But the next time we go back... It will go a lot smoother if we decide to purchase it. You just got to get used to the system. Because I was used to the FastPass system. Now I'm getting used to this system. But it did take did take a, a good day to figure out. you know. And there's pitfalls with the system. So yeah. watch the videos. Some people are very, very Some people think it's it. great. Very some unhappy. people think that it's the worst thing in the world. So watch some videos. If you're going to spend that extra money, which is about 15, 16, almost 16 bucks after you pay for taxes... So it's it's another so, charge, which that's what Disney's doing right now, unfortunately. But we do your research on that. Spend about an hour watching videos on YouTube. You and can even you need, practice a little bit on your phone before you go. And if you need help on like what video should I watch, just let ask us know. Us. We'll, because we'll guide you in the right we've direction. learned There's the hard some, way, and that's part of it too. Is for us to sometimes, you know, if if someone has to step on a mine. I'd much rather it be us so we can give you guys some tips as to maximize your vacation. Yeah. Because now we know next time what not to do. What not to do. And that's okay. Uh, we've been blessed with being able to go. It wasn't that big of a deal um, if there were a couple rides that we could not ride on this trip. So it, it ended up being really good overall. And then the last day, we uh, started off, which was Mindy's birthday. Um, happy birthday again, by the way. Oh, but uh Started out of Magic Kingdom, and we kind of went over what we did at Magic Kingdom, and then we finished up at Epcot again. And all the adult booths, um, not the adult booths, but all the booths that they had for at Epcot for uh, the festival 
um, that's going on. We wanted to try those cookies. And that is one thing. Cookie stroll, yeah. Why we um, wanted to go back to Epcot again in the evening was because we did not get to every booth that we wanted. And also, it was dark. It was very crowded. It was hard to see, like, where you were going. So I said, I want to get there a little bit earlier when it's daylight. And I want to do my homework as far as, like, because I wanted to try some of those cookies. Because, like, at Christmas time, they have this cookie stroll thing where you can go around and get different Christmas cookies. We tried two we or three tried of them. We tried two, I believe. And I think there were five, maybe? Five we liked We liked them both. Yeah, um, and so we got a chance to at least, yeah, you know, see what that was all about, and that was a lot of fun. But we got about fifteen minutes left. We've been going for forty-five minutes, I, and kind of a good way, probably, to finish off the show is we wanted to do a dining review of the newest restaurant at the Contemporary, which used to be the Wave, and that is Steakhouse Seventy One. We went there for lunch. They have a different breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu. You can really only get the steak for all intended purposes at dinner and for breakfast. They've got a phenomenal breakfast as well. But um, if you want all the different cuts of steak, you're going to want to go there for dinner. We went there for lunch and it was it was phenomenal. It oh, was a phenomenal I loved experience. It. I loved it. I wasn't sure because we were huge fans mm-hmm. of the wave. The wave to us was a 10 out of 10. We weren't sure if it was going to translate to Steakhouse 71. It definitely I want to say the restaurant is still a 10 out of 10. And it is always going to be something that is a must-do for us when we go to Walt Disney World. And it is superior food to what you're going to get at Magic Kingdom Park. And it's within walking distance of Magic Kingdom to walk over to the Contemporary. So I highly suggest if you want a good meal that's reasonably priced... Because for Disney fare, this is reasonably priced food as well. Hopefully they don't jack up the prices because this place is already getting you know, pretty much booked up. I hope they don't jack the prices, but as of right now, it's reasonably priced like mm-hmm. the Wave was. And Mindy, it was phenomenal. It was just phenomenal. I, my, yeah, my only complaint was our waiter wasn't, he tried really hard. He wasn't the best. We've had better service there. But we had this huge booth that yeah. was like a big old rectangle. It like wrapped around. So, I mean, normally I wouldn't just let the kids lay around in a booth like that at a restaurant. But when you're on your break at Disney, I kind of feel like people don't really judge as no, much. No, and the... the It was their break, too. The you know? decor. It was our break. They have all these awesome photos from 1971 and a little bit before of like Walt Disney when they were breaking ground. Uh-huh. For Disney World, when you walk into the restaurant, and it the, is the decor is it's wonderful. such a clean look. It is uh-huh. it's phenomenal. It's it's really modern. Modern, looking. yeah. I didn't want the blue room to go away from the wave, but I think it looks really nice. It's well lit. Um, it's not so dark, and I like it. And, and they what, have two nice lounge rooms. So right. if you couldn't get a reservation at Steakhouse Seventy One, you can go to the lounge. And they're both really nice. And mm-hmm. kind of like what you said too, man. The cool thing is, is uh, the beloved bacon and eggs is still on yeah. the menu, and I think Mindy, you got, you said it was the same. Still it was the, the same. same. I thought it tasted the same. Um, it, it like was on a bigger plate, maybe or a smaller plate. It looked like it was less. I think it was on a bigger plate, but it was like the same portion. Right. Um, they just were presenting it differently. It was presented a bit differently. On a little a fancier kind of plate, but I thought it it was delicious. And then it, you know it's. It is an appetizer, and 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 it and it's pork belly um, with uh, cheese grits and a, a like kind of like a poached egg, and it's it's phenomenal. It's it's I love it's it. a great dish. Loved it. So I know Mindy, that's what you got for mm-hmm. your kind of like your entree. Yeah. And we also had some appetizers. You also got the French oh, onion soup, we right? The onion, did we try the onion rings? Yeah, the onion rings were good. They are plant based. Yeah, they were pretty. So good. they're not. They're not. Um, they're a little crunchier because they're plant-based, but they were good, and they're not soggy. And some people don't like a soggy onion ring, so right. Um, they were they were good, and they're reasonably priced. Onion rings are only nine bucks. And what'd you think of the French onion soup? I didn't get French onion soup. Are you sure? No, I didn't get it. I know I didn't. Oh, I thought you got the French onion soup. I was going soup. to, and then I was like, eh. That's right. You decided. I was afraid to it get... would mess with my stomach, okay. so I opted out of it. I got the bacon and eggs, and I just got waffle fries. 
That's right, it was waffle fries. My apologies. I had the Steakhouse 71 Stack Burger, and it was good. It was like a, it's like a smash burger. So if you like smash burgers and have like a Blackstone Grill, that's kind of like what it was, but it was good, and it had like a lemon aioli sauce on it, and I love lemon, and had onion and pickles, so very good. And it's on a brioche bun, so that was a, a solid, uh, solid lunch uh, entree for sure. And our son Owen thought Salisbury steak was just like a regular cut of steak, which it wasn't. But Mindy and I tried it because so he didn't good. like it, and they and they ended up getting them chicken uh, tenders instead, and they had no problem. But that Salisbury steak was phenomenal. It was so good. It was really and you good. Know what I, I I see on here, I probably would have gotten the steak frites. I didn't realize hanger steak, garlic parmesan waffle fries. That would have been really really good. I didn't realize that was um but it's cool we we had the yeah. stack burger and we tried the salisbury steak there's a prime rib sandwich that looks too i was on the fence on the prime rib good. sandwich because those those sure. those prime rib sliders that I have oh, at city yeah. works so i mean we've had pretty good luck with oh. uh prime rib uh um oliver and annabelle i think got chicken nuggets too they did and if it's not on the menu just ask because they were not on the menu and they got them chick they got them yeah. Chicken. No problem so. there. Um, they got the the big slice of chocolate cake. Yes. And that's share great. It. Yeah, we got for uh, for dessert, and that is a huge piece of chocolate Humongous. cake. And I did not try it, but I know you guys said it was really good. It was good. And since it was your birthday, they gave you oh, a, yeah. uh, they gave me a cupcake. A cupcake. A 50th anniversary uh, vanilla no, cupcake. They did. So if you're celebrating something, tell them, because a lot of times they'll do something nice for you. And Mindy didn't start wearing the pen until the last day. Actually, I I could she put trip. the pen on Halfway through right the before Steakhouse 71 yeah. on the third day at lunchtime. And we were in the Emporium, and then she walked right up when we were checking mm -hmm. out because they saw Mindy saw they had the pens. And she's like, I'm celebrating my birthday. Could you please put that on a pen? And of course they did, and they're like, of yep. course. So no problem at all. That all worked out really well. But Steakhouse seventy one, uh, we're gonna do it again, and I'd recommend recommend anyone to to give that a give that a whirl. Anything else before we close out the show? I know we kind of went through a lot of stuff fast. It was a great three day trip. Uh, we loved it a ton into three days. And I, I we didn't even we just did a cursory all the different decorations. Being at Disney World during the holidays is phenomenal. Yeah. Every park had decorations. Every resort had decorations. I wish we could. It do was that like every walking year, in a winter wonderland. Yeah. I'm not it trying was, to be cliche, it, but I feel like I felt it gets that you way. in the Christmas spirit. Even Boardwalk had this gorgeous Christmas tree that was right outside of the Boardwalk that we got to see every night coming back to our room. I loved it. I I would I would go at Christmas every year if I could, but you know. Not always feasible, unfortunately. No, no. And and I'm not gonna lie, it it seems to be a little bit more expensive. Yeah. At, at Christmas time yeah, too, because they know people want to go, wanna go and yeah. they might have vacation. So, well, with that, then Mindy, I think we're gonna go ahead and close out the show for this week. Sounds good. If you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook. Just search WDW Chasers. Look for our logo. It is a closed group, but we would love to have you. Thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.